When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Fuck bastard, I'm after losing the fucking notes again now. What did I press? Fuck these fucking technological shit, the fucking dead wanker yokes. <coughs> Where is it? How a second ago? I'm trying to figure out what we are. Oh. I suppose the sound will probably just won't be like it won't be like we were sitting in that studio. That's okay. In that studio. In that studio. The no longer sponsors of Dublin. So we can say it was like. Well, you're supposed to give us a place to, to stay though. Yeah, it was like a home sweet home. Where oh, am I home. after putting this fucking shit? Oh, I'm such a prick. <laughs> I had it open a second ago everything I wanted to talk about okay, yeah. how am I supposed to remember what I want to talk about it started we're trying <laughs> everything I've deleted it all again somehow this is going to be a great podcast Why? Like, there's that much memory in these fucking phones why do they put a bin fucking icon in it like pricks like me don't, are going to delete shit we need necessary shit is going to go missing because these fuckers give me the option to get rid of it it's too much responsibility for someone to have a delete button. <laughs> At least you put something in the bin, an actual bin. You can go and get it back out. Oh, I can't fucking find it. I can't find it. Can you think of any words that were in there? Because then you can just search a word. Any luck? No, I deleted it. There, I did delete it. It's in recently. Fucking delete it. <laughs> Who knew? There's a recent... <laughs> Who knew? Oh, that's amazing. Well, at least you have it. Who knew there was a recently deleted? Why would they do that? Well, for idiots like you. Oh, right. now I moved it to something and I'm after opening recently deleted. You fucking prick. Oh, there it is. I have it. Right. Now I have it. <laughs> right. Now. We're on. We're on. Episode 53. Episode 53. Yay. The Dublin Podcast. We're back. Thank God we're back. It's been a very long break. A very long break yeah, away. it's your fault. It has been my fault, yeah. My parents, I had a baby, but that was kind of the longest. And we're in my sitting room, which is weird. Yeah, we're in a house, no more studio. No. So we're still this relatively bad, homeless as a podcast, but we have a Christmas tree here. It's like the, it's like a very homely podcast this week. This It'll time. be like this for a while. <laughs> well, like, if you think about it, all Des Bishop and... Uh, is it weird being in my sitting room? No, it's better. Okay. That um, we're I, doom of room of fucking doom and gloom. That's like, it's true. great to have the studio and all, but it was the room of doom and fucking gloom. Yeah. And yeah. also, I got rid of my kids today. Which is probably Which a good better. Idea. Yeah. yeah, you shouldn't have me around children. Teach, no. saying teaching them dirty words. And yeah, I know Sheen's like a sponge. <laughs> she's really absorbing. <laughs> yeah. But like Des Bishop and uh, Jarvis, they all just do theirs wherever they do them. Yeah, I think yeah, Des Bishop did one with Joanne McNally in the car the other day. I did hear that. So I go. didn't listen to it. I just saw Joanne tweeted something about it. That's something about his balls or something. Something about his balls. Yeah, it was something weird. 
You know, Joanne. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, you know, Joanne. So, um, look, we're back. Um, thank you so much for all the tweets. Yeah, we're very sorry for keeping you waiting, by the way. So, thanks a million for everyone that said uh, they want us to get our shit together yeah. and get the podcast back on the road. Uh, we did it eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Like Suzanne said, it was my fault. I'm too much to be doing. You're really busy. I am really Your busy. Hair's I'm trying got long. I haven't seen you in like. I haven't seen in two months. Your hair's got long. It's kind of curly. My hair's got long. I've gotten busy. Right. I've been doing all kinds of... My hair looks ridiculous. I know yeah. it does. It looks like a banger went off my head. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get a cut tomorrow. Tan. It could no, be I don't. A fucking tan. Are you doing the beds? I'm not a fucking tan. I don't have a tan. Do we? Yeah. How can I have a tan? tan? It's Ireland in the winter. Yeah, but you're probably doing some beds, isn't right? Flushed. Are you jaundice? No. I had a wank there yesterday. <laughs> get the blood moving around the go. body. Circulation. <laughs> Circulation, that's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. No, that's no, I don't know. That's not even true. I don't know why I said it. I'm just being dirty for the sake of it. Uh, but what a different world we live in. I since know, the last, stop banging it oh, outside the microphone. Put it since out there. Since the last uh, Bud Dublin podcast, you live why in a different one? world. Yeah, why do we it's do a different we? planet. Why? Trump is the president. We laughed and I said to you, we discussed this, and I said to you, this could actually happen. And you went... You're just no pregnant hope. and stupid. Yes, you're in your mind. You've yeah. got pregnancy yeah. on your brain. And I went, this could happen. I know. It was a bang of Brexit off what you said. You yeah. said it was smelling yeah. like Brexit. I didn't yeah. think in a million years it was going to happen. Yeah. But that happened. Yeah. What else has happened? Loads of shit has happened. Okay. <laughs> well, I've had, I've had a baby. The size of fucking bananas has changed. Have you noticed how big bananas are? Have you no, not? No, I have had bananas outside. Look at them. Right, okay. Have you noticed how yeah. fucking big bananas are after getting? No. I'm a mad for a banana. I love banana. Like banana. Right? I love a banana. I can't finish a whole are one they, anymore. Are they injecting the bananas? I don't know what they're doing. For. Is it a particular type of banana? Yellow, curly, regular fucking no, bananas. But like, as in, is it like... See, do you know, notice now when you go into the, the, the uh, supermarket, which pisses me off the most about it, is they kind of go ripen at home. I just want to ripe one now. Like they go here and it's oh, kind no, of half fuck green. That. Yeah, it no. seems like cheating. I don't want to take I, it home. Yeah, I, don't I don't want to grow my own fucking banana. I just want to have the banana and eat it. But they're yeah. so big. They're doing something to them. That's an injecting injectables. They're as thick as a fucking... As <laughs> yes, PJ? As thick as what I imagine fucking Mike Tyson's penis would be. As thick as the butt end of a Christmas tree. And they're, and they're flat. It's like they're doing something to them to flatten them. They're not round them. anymore. They're, the top of them is a little bit curly. Right. But there's something going on with bananas and I want to get to the bottom of it. Okay, well we can... And it's very fucking have, weird, that's all I'm saying. We had a fun fact about bananas. Do you remember it was the, you were saying fives do the mo- bring the most bananas into the country or something? Ireland is the biggest exporter of bananas in the world. But they come through here. They come through here. We're like a distribute. We're like the drug dealer. Yeah, we're like... Like somebody brings them in, we distribute. We're effectively Florida. Right. For an es- say Escobar never dealt cocaine say he dealt bananas right so he'd get them do. from all over South America so mm. then he ends up that he's got the most amount of bananas gotcha so he lands them into Florida and then they go everywhere out of there we're, we're essentially Florida we're Pablo Escobar we're, we're the Escobar yeah. Yeah. Ireland is the Pablo Escobar of banana I land do, I do like that so bananas have changed Trump is in charge we're I just both. think that's a fucking weird coincidence uh, but Trump I'm sorry are you saying that there's a link between Trump and the bananas definitely right <laughs> Definitely. It's overnight shit. Have you not noticed? Like, Trump becomes president-elect, right? But Alex James. All of a sudden, he's a new cabinet coming in. They're all completely homophobic. True, and xenophobic. They don't like women or anything. And then all of a sudden, the fucking bananas are huge in the shops around Ireland. Something going on there. That's all I'm saying. There's a train of thought. We have been selling bananas at the same size through, what is it, 16 years of democratic American governments? And then all of a sudden, 
Obama fucking loses to the Republicans and there's a fucking banana change. And I mean, it's overnight. It's something weird going on. And you're going to go, oh yeah. And you're going to look at your banana having your lunch now going... He's right. He's <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. The English people look at your bananas. I'm telling you, there has been interference going on. Here, speaking of it, because obviously the podcast is so, so popular in the UK, maybe they'll be able to help me because it turns out that I'm raising a small little British child. What? Yeah. Oh, I know why. You're not the only one. I've heard about this. Yeah. Peppa the fucking pig. Yeah, little yeah. Bitch. Now, can I point out, she's, there's a description <laughs> of Peppa Pig on, on uh, Nick Jr. is incorrect. It says, Peppa is an adorable pig that kids love. She's not adorable. Peppa's she's a rude a, bastard. She's a bitch, right? She's rude. awful yeah. to her dad. But we brought my two-year-old, my son, Ushin, to see Santa Claus, right? So in Ireland, we call Santi Santi. Like, so I'm trying to, so the child doesn't have any fear. I keep showing him pictures of the Arnott Santa and him previous years. Yeah. Going, Look, there's Santi and we're going to go and see Santi, right? Four hours it takes to get in to see Santi. So we get in to see Santi and Ushin walks in and Santa Claus is there and Santa Claus says, hello, how are you? And, are you? and he goes, hello, Father Christmas. Now, even Santi went, what the fuck is this yeah, kid? Santa's deal? like, what's hello, going on? Father Christmas. Everything is Father Christmas. And he thinks that everything is now. So I'm raising a small little British child you're not so, the only one I mean he hasn't been to mass either so I mean he, we're virgin he could be protestant and I this don't even know this is the fucking thing this you is the left next thing, the line he'd be going to mass whipping donkeys and drinking the bats with blood yeah he'd oh, be up to all sorts putting his milk into the tea before the tea who does that protestants and psychopaths <laughs> there you go they do it and it's a fucking thing and it's wrong <laughs> and you it, need to fucking stop what protestants that they do the toasters in the in the cabinet the pro, in the, they keep no, the pre- toasters in the press thing. The toaster's now in our press. Fucking but told But we have you. to put it there because it Because you're deep in the south side of Dublin here. This is where all the Protestants <laughs> settled. Seagulls, you're part on. of the plantation population now. That's what you've done. I'm, raising, I'm raising a small British Protestant child. <laughs> I mean, next thing he's going to come down a pair of shorts and knee-high socks like yes. George. He's going to start marching through the house. Yeah. yeah. I, dem- I demand you move, mummy. <laughs> Out. Out, you and Daddy must leave, and we are taking over the house. And I have a good a good name as well for Hannah. Hannah's quite an English name, isn't it? Not, like he's Irish, but Hannah's not Irish at all. Hannah. Hannah is my little girl's name. Oh yeah, Jesus! I forgot I it wasn't another baby. boy. No, I had a girl. I keep thinking it was another boy. No, it wasn't a boy. <laughs> I thought it was going to be another boy. It was quite a shock for everybody in the delivery suite when it came out, and she didn't have a willy. She had a vagina. It was very strange. I was like, "What?" It's a whole sure. different setup, isn't it? Very. Yeah, you have to ask. I have to ask questions. What do yeah. we do with that? I'm used to dealing with a small person with a willy. I remember a friend of mine. He he had a same as you. We had a son first, and then he had a daughter, and then when it came to the whole nappy arrangement, yeah. he was like. It's like getting out of a BMW and getting on a motorcycle. It's a totally different setup. Yeah, no, totally different. He's saying, and yeah, and you say he's he spent years. Well, not years. Obviously, that'd be fucking weird changing a six-year-old's nappy on the yeah. But he spent, probably step in and he's he's there. <laughs> he spent a lot of time learning how to avoid the leaky penis yeah. and the little fountains. Yeah. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, completely different setup. No. Completely different but setup. It's, it's very difficult, very strange. And um, but yeah, so she's here. But that whole that whole having Hannah was an experience as well because there was a super moon. So the coom where I had her was like the busiest has ever been. And Peter, one thing you'll know about me is that I'm an absolute snob. I'm so stuck up <laughs> in a snob, and you know I hate public anything. I don't do public transport. <laughs> You're missing out. 
No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not because I've been to Baghdad and back, okay, because there was no private rooms in the coom. So I was in a six bed ward. I came back from delivering my daughter and I had to, I was like, they were wheeling me in and I was like, this is not Joseph's. This is not Joseph's. And they're like, there's, uh, there's no uh, private beds. There's no private rooms. So you're just going to put you in here short term. Two nights I spent in there. The first night, there was two sets of twins in my room, two sets of twins oh, and another baby. And between the five of those children, they tag teamed all night long just one of them crying all night long oh. all night long so I obviously just sat there crying with them Come my child was asleep and then like rang Joey who can do nothing about the medical system and went so either you get me a room or we're all coming home oh and by the way we were homeless because in that not in the biggest sense of like the homeless issue that we have but in the sense that we had decided that weekend that we were moving house. So everything in our apartment was packed up. But then on the Tuesday, my obstetrician decided that I was going to have a baby on Thursday, to which I answered, well, I'm actually moving house. And she went, no, you're not. You're coming to the coom. So I left my apartment yeah. and I moved into the house with the baby. So Joey, literally, who's in our attic while we're recording at the moment, because yeah. that's where I put him, where he lives. Wait, so you keep your husband. He lives in the attic. <laughs> He's just putting in a little insulation, some flooring for his new his new crib. Um <laughs> So he had to like this. None of like the room we're in didn't exist. Like it was just this was still half Fucking the building. Like, yeah, talk about doing everything at once. Yeah, well, we had no choice really. That had to happen. So the baby came. I was slumming it in Baghdad, and then the next day there was a traveller moved in across from me. Right? Yeah, um, amazing. She was such a lovely lady. But also talk about an eye opener for someone who just doesn't really interact with many people at all. For me, it was like. Wow. So there's a, you know, talk to a, everybody. Oh my, but no, I wasn't really talking to everybody. I just, unfortunately, some of them felt the need to talk to the me. The traveller lady that was talking to everybody. She was lovely. Yeah, she was so nice. But also, Peter, you know that there's so many, like, I don't know if the word tradition is the right word to use. I don't know any of this. Right. So she had the baby fully kitted out because she knew it was a girl. So she was wearing pink pajamas. The bags were all pink. The baby was in a pink tutu with a pink headband. And then they had a pink cover for the baby, right? So meanwhile, Hannah is like the poor man's daughter sitting in the corner. And just, I found one of Ushin's baby girls because I wasn't having a girl. <laughs> right? So she's just in her crib, just like, ma'am, this sucks. Her husband arrived in. Oh, talk about showing up the whole ward because bear in mind there's six beds, six people in there. He arrived in. Bunch of flowers. You're not actually allowed to bring flowers into public ward because they soak the oxygen. He doesn't give a fuck. Um, and he brought in a full-size dolly, like a life-size dolly, a little dolly for the crib, a little ring, a little ring, a ring for a, a ring baby. for the baby. Shows it to Joey. I'm like, we haven't got a pot to piss in. We've no, there's no way we can buy half of that. It was like a hundred quid. Fuck a baby. Es- essentially, if you think about like the biggest conference center, and that if there was an event on and they had a centerpiece of balloons, yeah, yeah, one they had one of those in pink for them. He came in just decked. He'd been to Smiths. He bought out the florists. He bought out the balloon shop. He the works. Holy Meanwhile, shit! Meanwhile, I was just sitting there with my child in essentially a bit of a blue kind of baby grow, just looking at but me. Going, friends, what are you gonna do with all that shit? They take pictures of it and they put it on Facebook, and then all the family see yeah. that the, the child has been presented to the world it's, it's incredible it's, yeah but it's much ado isn't it it's a lot of money I mean if, if so, you'd be thinking you do that for them when they're at a certain age where they can remember it and say thanks it's not for them it's for <laughs> the community because then they just spent the rest of the day asking everybody on the phone going did you see did you see things? oh of did course yeah. did you see the baby so I was like so it's just a celebration thing I guess so anyway meanwhile while I was summoning it and then they came down and said to me good news your room is ready well my feet didn't touch the ground I had Hannah gone down into my room isolation back in isolation back in isolation and I'd been to Baghdad it served my time but look it's not for everybody but I'm I, it's when it comes to healthcare I'm 100% a snob 
100% a snob. Fucking hell, I'm very surprised. Why? I don't, well, no, I guess I'd be sort of the oh, same. I don't, I like being in a room by myself. I don't like talking to people, especially not when you're sick, like, not sick, but you've just had a baby and you're tired and you're just like, oh, yeah. there was so much going on and then there was like people trying to feed and babies are noisy by their nature. Like, I had my own one and... So that's where, what I've been doing. Have you been? I've been all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've been, I don't know what I've been even doing. I've just been so Jesus bastard busy all the time. What are you doing? To, what's so busy then? Trying to write stuff and get new shows together. And then I'm supposed to be trying to, to, to make a new TV show. What are you making a new TV show about? Uh, I don't know. I can't talk. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't even know. Right, okay. I actually think, yeah, oh God, I have to give somebody bad news today on that, actually. But um, <laughs> it's just the way it is, so I don't really know. I've just been banging away. And then I've been trying to avoid Christmas shit and getting presents for people. Who just you time of year. Uh, Me ma. Right, okay, and? That's it. Uh, is it died? Kind of died a little bit there, but it's okay. Um, who, why do you not have to want to buy stuff for your mum though? I fucking hate buying Christmas presents. I hate Christmas. I hate it. I hate all this time of year so much. I hate it. Nothing's changed since Everybody's last year. walking around looking at each other. Everybody's smiling and grinning and being weird. Everybody's pretending to let that you're sitting beside my Christmas tree, by the way, because that, <laughs> I, as, you, as you're sitting grinching, my Christmas tree is twinkling. Oh, God. And all the Christmas parties. Like, you, I, I like being out on my own as well. Out on my own. I like casual conversation. I love small talk. I love it. Right. I love small talk. I love how yeah, you doing? Not so bad. How's your whole grand? You let everything still good. Having a point. I like all that. Christmas comes. You're forced to have fucking deep, meaningful conversations. You're supposed to start to appreciate the people in your life. I don't appreciate them. They don't appreciate me. I just want to be left the fuck alone. I don't want to play this stupid game. And then all oh, this bollocks of ma, what do you want for Christmas? Nothing. Don't be wasting your money on me. It's like, I'm not fucking playing this game. What do you fucking want? Tell me, or I swear to God, I'm going to fucking buy you a, a dog. And I'm going to well, just leave just it in the kitchen. You, <laughs> or I'm going to buy you a fucking steering wheel for a car. Steering wheel waste, for a car I'm going to just have. waste a lot of money to, to prove a point. So tell me what you fucking want. It's a pain. It's the awful. And then I have to what go and eat the shitty food I'm not even into. Although, although... This is now because of you ruining me life and actually ruining the lives of hundreds of animals. Yeah, uh, you're delicious animals. <laughs> this is going to be the first year. What are you having? In nine years. Nine years. That I'm going to have had. Well, that's not really that long. That's a long time. It's almost a decade. Although the ham is better these days. I mean, let's let's be honest. The naughties never happened. They were like, there's no one has any good memories then. No, it's true. So it's my first Christmas dinner since the nineties. <laughs> that I'm going to have turkey on Christmas are you fucking have day. Ham? No, I don't like ham. I don't trust anything that sweats after it's dead. Yeah, but you said that before, but you like a sausage. It doesn't sweat. It doesn't sweat after it's dead. Neither does pepperoni. Neither does a rasher. Neither, but there's something about ham. It keeps sweating or something. No, I I'm don't. I'm not into it. I, I don't, don't like it. I think it does. It does, yeah. It's all weird. It's slippy and all. But it's not. It's slippy. Oh, no, not baked ham. Boy, you're talking about boiled ham. Boiled ham, no. Billy roll, like. Baked. Oh, what? Yeah, with a little face on it and everything. That's not even real ham. It is ham. It's not ham. It's the bits of the pig that they don't tell you about. It's that still they ham. It's not ham. That's not. It's like it's like that crappy meat that you buy as well. And it's like it's chewy. It's rubber. It's not ham. It is ham. It's not. It's ha- fucking ham. It's just baked. slimmer. It's no, slim ham. It's not. You it's have pieces of trotters all ground up, really, really small. It's still it's ham. Their teeth, their bones. You it's eat ham. fat ham, the white ham. Yeah. Slim ham is the same. It's sliced ham. 
not. It is. It's, it's just not. got a face in it. That's, that's all it the, is. See, those Billy Rolls don't even. See, was that the one with the different colours? I'll show you a picture of it now. Is this like with a face on it? Yeah, there's it's a face in it. Real, that's not even real meat. It's, you can eat that and not feel guilty. It's ham. It's not. It ham. is ham. There's dead fuckers in it. Look at that. That's actually gas. It's <laughs> 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 fucking ham. It is ham. See, a, I'm looking here just to show. I'm looking at a picture. We need to tweet this. On the left, I it. on the left is thick ham that you would eat. Yeah. Joint. On the right is skinny ham. Have you? I see. People, but it's both ham. I've never. I've never done. Like I've even ever seen. What's that called? Billy roll. Billy roll. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is a north side thing. <laughs> I think if you're if you're outside Ireland, do you have ham with pictures? Like, do you have a that's that's not ham? It's processed meat. It's basically all the shit that they don't use. Anyway, what I'm saying to you is, is you need to have when well, you know when they do your oh the ham oh the ham. The best part about Christmas, right? Christmas Eve. Do you make mo- do you make your ham the night before? Do you know? I fucking don't make it. It's wrapped in no. a sausage mi- no. and you cut it. No, no, no. <laughs> so where, where do you go for Christmas dinner? My sisters. Right, so did your sister cook the ham the night before? She probably does. I don't know who cooks the ham. won't be in your sister's on Christmas Eve. But if you have, if you have reason to be in somebody's house, so my father-in-law cooks the Christmas ham, Christmas, and then Christmas Eve, we eat ham sandwiches. So the ham is still warm. The butter melts, white bread. Oh, listen. You're going to fucking ruin This, this is the shit you're doing to right? me. So get that. And then when you're having your dinner, you need turkey, you need ham, because you need the ham for the... My mouth is watering. My favourite Christmas dinner is Christmas. Every dinner is Christmas dinner. Love it. Right, I'll try the ham. Send me a picture. Of the, of ham. the ham. Yeah. Right, I'll send you a picture. It's different. It's baked ham. It's not It's not boiled ham. Baked ham is much nicer. It's drier. It's delicious. Well, try it. I'll try it. Actually, speaking I'd of which, because you say that I've ruined your life via food. Well, you've ruined my life because I actually consider, but again, I blame this down to being hormonal and the pregnancy, having the baby. Because I actually consider. Well, I fucking didn't do that. Yeah. You I know what your problem here is. Your husband's in the attic. I don't want this to fucking start being a rumour that could get me killed. That did not happen. So. No. What I'm saying to you is, is that I actually considered adopting a fucking dog. Ah, you'd eat the bastard. The poor thing would be fucking sausages. We have nothing left. By the end of the week, you'd be there, Joey, skin that fucking thing and make me a sandwich. Make <laughs> me a scarf and a sandwich. And a and a sandwich. I'm the cruel devil of the animal world. Actually, I had a conversation with my neighbour today. So we're getting used to each other and knowing each other and stuff. And uh, she said something about she doesn't like dogs, doesn't like animals really. And I went, no, me neither. This is no fear of either of these two houses ever having dogs. Desperate, you don't know what you're missing. No, I know exactly. Don't know what, what you're missing. missing. Dog shit everywhere. That's Place only a bit of shit. Then. We all do a shit the odd time. The, yeah, the company and that's is great. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Whatever you're into. Come here, yes. I have a bad gig story. Tell me. I want to tell you this. This is this is classic. This is the time of year where you have your shit gigs. Oh yeah, because it's Christmas, yeah. right? So companies they ring you up, pay lots of money. They say this is where you make your yeah. They say Ferrari they, money. Yeah, this one, and they say here's a. For well, not quite a Ferrari. I might be able to buy a Ferrari themed key ring, but they say, or a t shirt, Ferrari shoes. You know what they say, them little, them little lads driving around in their Fiat Puntos with their Ferrari jackets and their fucking race shoes, shoes, little race pumps. I mean, and the cap. I've actually been a judgy bastard, they're doing nobody any harm, but it's like, ah, oh, you know, poor what? fellas. But anyway. You get this, these people, they ring you and they say, oh, I've got a gig for you. And they tell you the setup and you think that's never going to fucking work. And then they say how much it's going to be. And you go, right. I I'll will be it. there at eight o'clock. I'll be fucking there. <laughs> so <laughs> for those of you that don't know, one of the biggest um, churches 
the cathedral in Ireland, in Ireland St. Patrick's Cathedral right I saw this on your Twitter like, yeah. I wondered why you were there St. Ca- St. Patrick's Cathedral you know, straight away you know we're dealing with Protestants here because yeah. the Catholics would never have this fucking carry they on they didn't right? have the money they wouldn't they have were busy <laughs> so they, they rented out this company right this media company they rented out the bit by bit we're closer to who they are <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say who it is. It wouldn't be fair because okay. they actually were really nice. Okay, the whole right. lot of them. Oh, I'm not dropping my phone. Go on. But they they rent, they rented the whole St Patrick's Cathedral, the whole fucking thing, right? right? Now I can't imagine what that cost, but I'm going to put a figure on it, like a hundred grand, right? Yeah. Because they had a free bar in the corner. Well, I mean, that's blasphemous right? straight away. The Protestants would let that happen. It would never. That wouldn't happen. Disgraceful. It wouldn't happen. Disgraceful. Carry yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, they took the pews out, so they had dinner tables up oh, the entire length of the cathedral. Jesus. Then in the side chapel, they had a live band getting ready to play. I mean, right? Mary is up the walls. Honest to God. Yeah. And then to make it worse, right? They have this fucking idiot, right? Me <laughs> in a fucking three-piece suit in front of the fucking altar, about to do a gig. 238 fucking people and I'm doing my shit on an altar of a fucking cathedral right a fucking cathedral and this is the most salubrious setup I've oh, ever gigged in like and I'll tell you now I am the first and last person to ever do a fucking gig <laughs> in that thousand year old monument to what Ireland has done and become I am the fucking first and last comedian that has ever stood on that fucking altar and that's a fact well, I, fucking... I, I mean there's nothing about it like, <laughs> I wonder did the, the said company I wonder at any point when they said can we rent the cathedral did they at any point go here's what we have planned yeah there's going to be a rave there's that's going to there'll be a rave in the side chapel and then we're going to have PJ Gallagher so you, you know him he's pretty much atheist he doesn't believe in doesn't God believe in of any kind yeah. at all and he was here once because he just came in to see what the fuss was all about um, we're going to take out all of the, the, the pews where you sit and worship we're going to take all of God. those out take them out we're going to fill it with food dinner tables, yeah, dinner tables. a bar the whole and, lot. and then we're going to put and a free bar and then where it all went wrong I actually thought it was going to be grand they seemed really nice they were young say, yeah. they were dressed up they were cool they, was, they didn't have the corporate atmosphere it actually right. had a really nice cool cool laid back this is something fucking special nice atmosphere and then I got up the ceiling is 118 feet high right right so the front row are no shit less than 10 feet away from me okay I grabbed the microphone I start talking they hear the first sentence and then my voice was banging off the stone walls off the roof no one could hear a fucking word I'm talking honest to god they must have spent a hundred thousand minimum no one hears a fucking word no one could hear so a fucking word they can just see you word. moving they see me moving and they hear loads of noise yeah. loads of noise because you're bouncing right? and now I panic because I'm just see I don't hear any laughs so I'm fucking dying on me hoop Dying on the altar, dying, literally. Dying on the altar of Presbyterian worship in Ireland, right? I'm dying on the fucking, on me hall. And then a, a couple of, one woman's looking at me like I had killed her grandmother. She's looking with a face of disgust. And I asked her, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she in just goes, crowd? Yeah, woman in the crowd. Okay. But in fairness, she just goes, no one can hear you. And then I realised what had gone wrong. So I was like, can, nobody can hear me. So I tried it without the microphone. The first three rows could hear me, no one else could. I went into the middle of them. The first three rows either side could hear me, nobody else could. I tried a head mic, nobody could hear anything. I tried a stick mic again, nobody could hear me. And then the guy who was running the whole thing comes up and goes, please talk slower <laughs> or I'm going to lose my job. 
I'm going to lose my fucking job. And then I felt so bad. I thought, I have to have a go. For this lad's sake, I have to fucking try, right? But I'm already 15 minutes in the deep end here. People are losing their fucking patience. And there's people at this stage going, just sit down, PJ. Fuck, Fuck off. off. Yeah, they're trying to eat and have fun and have conversations. He's already and dead. They literally can only hear in the background, annoying as fuck. And I'm 15 minutes deep. And now this lad is fucking, please so then I have this microphone and I can only talk this fast and as we all know the secret to comedy is timing so now they understand me but now the jokes don't work it was fucking awful. It was fucking awful. So I did another 10 minutes of nothing until people started going, just sit the fuck down. Just fuck off. And then I stopped talking. And the best thing ever happened, normally this shit happens and somebody comes up and goes, well, you certainly are not getting paid and we go, I mean, yeah. go to court or something. Your <laughs> agent sends a strong word to yeah, email. Oh, sh- not my fault. This is the way up. this yeah, shit yeah. happens because you know they're paying proper fucking money. And the guy who owns the company standing there in a tuxedo and he goes, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, man from heaven. Not only, <laughs> I realised straight away, Your fault. I'm getting fucking paid. I don't care. I'm getting paid. But I felt so sorry for the did guy you, that organised it. Did you get it in writing though from the, the young lad? Did you get it in writing that he's not going to go in on one day and lose his job? Or have no. you seen him sleeping rough? Well, you know what the story is? He's actually, he was a lovely fella and he came up to me at the end still a bit fucking freaked out. And, of course he is. He's had, had the worst night of his life. He's now life. off the entertainment committee and work. And let's be fair, the guy did a great job. Uh, and like, you know, he, got a, he, he got to a fucking cathedral. He did a really good job. It just was one fuck up that ended up being a bit yeah. monumental. And then he says, listen, will you come into the job next year, you know, for free and just do a gig to the staff? And I said, yeah, no. to be honest, something. I actually he said, said, no, shove it no, up your home. Because he's a nice guy. I said, well, fuck, yeah, we'll work something out. If he may be redundant by next year, they'll have forgotten about it. Oh, or he'll be not. just, he'll just have left. I hope not, because he was a fucking lovely fella. And I think he did a good job. It was apart from that one thing, which, oh, in no, fairness, when they built that, bleeding place which is famous for Oliver Cromwell letting his horse drink out of the water out that's how old this cathedral is yeah actually it's funny when you said that that's actually one of the first things that came into my head though just as a bit of a nerd I went the acoustics in that place and microphones would be like and that's why that's why priests talk yeah very Slowly. But I never knew so why they you did the, it. They let the sound travel all the way down, bounce off the walls and come back again. I never knew that that was why they spoke like that. Yeah, but I mean, what, at what point in a comedy career do you go, we need to talk really slowly? <laughs> never. Fucking never. Not that slow. You can talk this slow, maybe, but that slow, you can't no. fucking do it. So that's why priests do it. That's why priests yeah, and vicars and... Especially in, in cathedrals like that, because the acoustics are so... Le- and they're, they're so perfect good. for singing. Yeah. For singing, it's... Because it's right. They're singing high at Absolutely. But bass tone just booms. It yeah. was, But it was a fucking disaster. Oh, By the way, I'll tell you my hero of the year. Can I tell you my hero? Oh, hero of the year. I'm going to give my hero of the year, right? Yeah. Because some people get shit wrong, right? Yeah. Now, I like an elf fart. I'll be honest with you. I enjoy it. I would have said it's pretty much harmless, especially if you're doing it on your own and especially if you're asleep, right? Right. I would have said farting is totally harmless. And I do think farts are funny. Yeah. Fuck it. I know you're not supposed to. I know it's juvenile and I know it's whatever. But I mean, I enjoy a good fart, especially when you get a good, powerful one and you don't trip yourself up or anything. 
Nice fart. But the woman in Japan who farted during laser surgery. Did you not hear about it? So she goes in to get laser surgery, right? right. And you know laser surgery, it's real, it's non-invasive. Yeah. So they put you on the so table. So she's doing it, getting her legs, hair removal, get, laser hair removal, was it? No, it was, some, no, it was a, a proper surgery in the hospital. Oh, okay, yeah. For something, I don't know, so, right. some sort of laser. Th- mm. th- and they, they're firing the laser on her, down under her legs or whatever. She farts and set the fucking hospital on fire. What? She set the hospital on fire. <laughs> The hospital had to be evacuated. Everything escalated quite quickly there. Didn't it? Because oxygen apparently is fucking something to do with whatever the clean oxygen in the room or something amazing. I'm going to look the story up, right? Yeah, do. Because that's like, that's like... No, it would make sense if there there could have been like... Could have been a hospital if you think about it. Because like, there's oxygen in all of the things so yeah. like essentially that would make sense yes yeah, <sighs> so obviously the fire went up hit the oxygen the laser her fart hit the here it is look her <laughs> fart hit the laser the laser and the fart combined the meeting caused some sort of fucking spark uh, and then the husband of her okay here we go a woman who was sent into a Tokyo hospital for surgery she needed treatment for burns right after one of her farts started to fire in the operating room the fire the fart happened April 15th, in the Tokyo Medical University, where the doctor was using laser on her cervix in her 30s, then she passed gas, it ignited the laser, um, and then it fucking set fire to the hospital. So flammable materials were in operation in the room, the equipment was functioning normally, but the fire, yeah, so there you go, it happened. Oh my God. The doctor says, I perform a lot of these anal surgeries, this has never happened before, it would normally take more than the usual amount of methane in the colon to cause such a severe She's incident. She's like, been holding on to it forever and then yeah. she got like had maybe like a little injection and she relaxed and she just went <laughs> yeah so she obviously was like in the That's room going like, no oh, don't go don't go, go for don't a fart and she held it in yeah. she held it in she held it in see girls do that they do yeah it's like we they hold that in as well yeah. we do we give ourselves and you're not as practiced of letting let it go out without making noise as lads are oh why is that like lads do like a gentle yeah just like a but she just let <laughs> like a little bit little bit or then you do the walk one where you go you know with little pot shots no where each time you put a foot in and you can get it out that way there's ways of doing it but women just hold on for dear life shame so she held on got the anaesthetic they turned on the laser then all of a sudden boom set fire to the the fucking hospital hospital. so she's is it because she set fire to the hospital with her fart that's yeah I think it's an achievement it's a great life achievement I think so an an unintentional one and I feel sorry she must be mortified not to mention that she probably didn't tell anyone she was getting surgery on her arse in the first place she should have been on her cervix was she well he says anal surgery that doctor but cervix I don't know what is a cervix it's you get cervical cancer it's up is it? Yeah. I don't know. I never heard about it. I, well, I've heard of it. We I don't just don't know where one. it is. Oh, well, then. So there's no need to worry about Woo! it. Woo! Oh, come here. You know your friend, um, Bernard Dunn? Yeah. Um, have you seen... You'll love this. Have you seen his... Uh, he has a show on RTE called... What's it called? Mythical Heroes. It's a kid show. Oh, my God. It's so good. He's I my, haven't I was, seen it. I was just going to give him my Hero of the Week. It's not getting Hero of the Year because it's not your show. Like, it's not to lose running stuff. But it's this kids' program, and obviously, because the kids' telly on in the house now, or whatever, I noticed it the other day. So he retells the stories of all of the Irish mythical heroes. So, like, he tells of Ushi, Cullen, all of them. But it's like, so 
Oshin comes back because you know the way he wants to go back and see his father for a day. Yeah, he misses his father so much. I'm not going into the whole story, by the way, because it just was too much to like too much to it. But he runs away, falls in love with Neve. He lives in a fairy tale land. Essentially, it's Irish, it's mythical. But he comes back. But Basically, Bernard everybody Dunn, dies if it's Irish. Yeah, exactly. But Bernard Dunn narrates it, and then he pops up. But Oshin comes back to essentially Dublin now. So, like, you see him going along and, like, all, like, the co- the conference centre and he's walking along and then, obviously, his dad is dead. That's brilliant. But it is so, so good. So, then I tweeted Bernard Dungan, it's so good. Um, obviously, is there a book or is there a box set? Because my cousins live over in, because uh, they were talking about Oscar, which is a whole other different story as well about Oscar. Um, but they live over in the UK and they have a son called Oscar. And I was like, oh, I'd love to send their two the boys these stories because they'd love them. And he just tweeted back on, yeah, thanks, glad you enjoyed it. Well, to which... Twitter is beautiful for this. Somebody would text him back on, or someone tweeted him back on. You didn't answer a fucking question, Bernard. <laughs> so we see him. Would you just mind asking? Him? Uh, so they, yeah. You'd ask him what the stories. But no, it's really, really good. And if you like Irish, um, if you like Irish history and whatnot. Anyway, long story short, did you get sort out what you got for your mum? Did you get your mum? I got it. I, I made it somebody else's problem. This is how I did. I made it someone else's problem. Why do blokes do this all the time? Like? Oh, I don't do it because I do, here's how I do it, right? Because yeah, I don't know how to do it. And I hand, I handle stress so badly. And stre- really? Yeah, I handle really? stress very badly. So my only way of dealing with it is I give it to somebody fucking else. I right. make it somebody else's fucking problem. So who, you gave it to your sister? No. Nope. I gave it to the woman in the shop. I just walked into Brown Thomas, <laughs> right? I have a mom. Yeah, I walked into Brown Thomas. And literally the first woman I bumped into, I stood there with my helmet in my hand. Because if you do that in Brown Thomas, someone's going to walk up and say, you're all right. Well, because you look like a thief. Just stand there holding the motorbike helmet. Woman comes up, can I help you with anything? Yeah, I need to get a present from my mother. It's just per grand. Uh, what are you looking for? I don't know. Now it's her problem. And that works. That's... So, hang on. So no. Is she from any particular... Was she just like... But is everybody not designated an area in Brown Thomas? So, did well, you just end up getting here's the, fun, okay. here's the thing. Yeah. I was lucky enough. Right. If I had been the scarf woman, I yeah. would have got her scarf. a scarf. Yeah. If I had been the Beauty. fucking... Be, well, if it ended up it was the beauty oh. woman. But if I had been the telly woman, I'd have got her a telly. If I had been the guy that handles gentlemen's affairs, I'd have got her a fucking tie. I just got lucky enough that it was a perfume lady. Well, that and she said, a lot of women her age like this, she bought a Chanel number five. Do you think she'd like that? I think she might. Right. How much is it? 120 euro. So how much it costs? Yeah. My mum likes that. We don't have the money to buy 120 euro for a bottle of. Um, Smelling like a, a posh L one. And she'd be happy with that? Well, she's, yeah. Well, she'd be happier with that than she would have been with a tie. Well, that's true. <laughs> but it makes sense though that, that the airy... Or some cufflinks. Maybe I'll get her some cufflinks. Right, Jesus, that was a worry. That was a worry, but we're okay. We're okay. Anyway, so you got... Sorry, so we thought... We thought we, we lost the whole podcast there. Jesus! Bit of a panic. Fuck, I actually... So the reason we got put off in the middle of my ranting about presence is because uh, we thought we lost the whole podcast. Jesus, this is the whole... This is the, this is the new setup now. This is the teething problems. This is the panic this problems. Is it. Well, see, <laughs> and, like, the levels don't sound as good as I want them to sound, but look, this is only the first and two, and then we'll get everything organised and it'll be grand. Um, right, on that note... Because uh, we probably might record some more. Yeah. But we'll finish this one. Yeah, we better knock this one on the head before we kill it. And then we'll do another one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> we've lost to get through. Um, right, so that's 53. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, I don't need to know if this, you don't like the sound on this one because we'll get it with teething problems. Yeah, we'll we're get getting sorted. So, but Dublin Podcast is back. That's the good news. That's it's the back. good news. And uh, we're going to, we'll organise the schedule. So we'll probably record like every two weeks. But we'll have a podcast pretty much every week. Um, we've much more to discuss. 
plenty. Hang tight. <laughs> right, uh, don't forget to subscribe. You can tweet us at Dublin Podcast, at Suzanne Kane FM, and at PJ Gallagher on Twitter. And uh, yeah, there you go. There you are. Thank Fucking Jesus. Jesus. <laughs>